Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Good morning, church. So, yeah, I'm Sue, Sue White. Um, I'm married to the lovely Nick in the front row. Um, We have three grown-up children. We have two grandchildren in five weeks. We'll have three grandchildren. Very exciting. Um, We've only been in Leeds. uh, We moved mid, sort of between lockdowns in 2020, having spent 34 years on the south coast in sunny Bognor Regis. Um, We live in Barrack and Elmet, about six miles east of here, and we're very happy. Do you know, I often pray about the thread of God's word to be through a whole service. And Mark, I think as I go through this, I shouldn't be surprised when that actually happens. But it's a huge blessing anyway. So just a quick word before I start. I'm going to share something about a cancer diagnosis and about remission. And I'm painfully aware, believe me, that for some people, their experience will not be the same as my experience. The outcome might not be the same as mine. But I really just want to offer some encouragement Um, that God has given me, and above all, I want to point us towards God. That's my number one. So in 2018, I was diagnosed with something called chronic lymphocytic leukemia, CLL. Um, Some of you might know people with CLL. It was a big shock. I had no symptoms. It's often picked up um, after a blood test for something else. Um, no symptoms, came home and we immediately Googled to find out what it was and what the future looked like. Um, Around that time, uh, we were in a big active church um, and there was a lady who is an amazing lady. We've known her 35 years. And I know that she prays for our family and she prayed for our children. She's a real trusted woman of God. And she came to the front of church with a word for someone, she said. And that word was Isaiah 45, verse 3, which says this. I will give you the treasures of darkness, riches stored in secret places, so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who summons you by name. Gosh, that hit hard. I don't know if any of you have ever had someone at the front who brings a word and you suddenly know that you've been hit by a train at great speed. Um, It was like a dam bursting. I cried a lot. Um, At the time, a very trusted friend who sadly is no longer with us had just been diagnosed with cancer. Um, And we sat together, we wept, we prayed. And I must admit, my first reaction was, really? Really? Treasures in the middle of all this? Really? But I really trust this woman of God. As I said, she's an amazing prayer warrior. um, And that word has stayed with me over the last five years. Um, During COVID, I was classed as clinically extremely vulnerable. So it was a really anxious time, as Mark just said. Um... My condition wasn't treated straight away, so to begin with, they put you in this thing called watch and wait, which a lot of people call watch and worry. Um, So for a couple of years, you just live with it while it's progressing slowly. But then I was treated 
um, between 2021 and 2022. Thankfully, that treatment's put me in remission. Um, but it's a chronic condition, so it's not uh, thought to be curable yet, so it's with me now. You know, I'm in remission, have to have blood tests every three months, and it's with me, it will stay with me. So I just want to spend just a few moments just sharing a few lessons that I've learned through that prophecy. There's a saying that where your focus goes, energy flows. Just think about that. Where your focus goes, energy flows. And that means that the things that you focus on most will take all your energy. That sounds pretty obvious. So treatment and COVID obviously took most of my energy, and they still do to some degree. But I've learned that I can choose where I focus. I can choose where I turn my eyes. Philippians 4, verse 8, says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Now, one of our grandchildren, uh, a little boy called Ezra, he's gorgeous, he's about two and a half, and uh, like most kids his age, he likes to have our attention. So if we're not paying him enough attention, he will put his hands on your face and turn your face so that you're looking at him to kind of say, nanny, nanny. Um, and I kind of feel like God does that to me sometimes, just gets his hand on my face and says, don't, don't look over there, look here. He helps me to notice the excellent things and the praiseworthy things. Now, I know that's different. What those things are might be different for everyone. For me, it's looking at the people around me who care, my family, my village. Uh, we're in the countryside, so making me notice the countryside. Um, simple things. I'm a big believer in simple things. Nice coffee, sitting watching the garden, my grandchildren playing. You know, those things pass me by, and he takes my face and just makes me look at the things that enrich me. God helped me also to see the value of gratitude, of being grateful. I read a quote quite recently that said, gratitude for simple things can become a habit which boosts our well-being and changes our focus. Doesn't stop those negative things from being there, but it makes us turn our face towards the things that bring us joy. So I kind of got into the habit, I still do it actually. As soon as I wake up and when I get into bed, I practically list the things in that day that I'm grateful for. Now don't get me wrong, I don't, I don't believe in, in having to be relentlessly positive all the time. I promise you that there are days where I'm really sad, really frustrated, exhausted, and a bit flat. I mean, there are days where the thing I'm most grateful for is the bed that I get into at the end of the day. Seriously, I love my bed. I think it's really important to acknowledge that those emotions and feelings are real. I kind of, I feel like we have to sort of sit with them and let them be. But equally, they're not who I am in Christ. I don't believe in letting them take root. They pass, and tomorrow's a new day. I wake up, I'm grateful, I start again. 
And there are practical ways that I found those treasures in the dark places. One of the main ones for me, you might know that I'm part of this amazing worship team. It's such a joy, absolute joy. One of the things that I often do is what I call praise through gritted teeth. Um, I love worshiping, love being in the band, all of that, but sometimes I literally don't want to worship. I really don't. And in the car, I have a, a worship kind of playlist, and sometimes I'll put it on almost with gritted teeth, like I do not want to listen to this, but as soon as I put it on, I know that the atmosphere kind of around my head changes. Things change. It's like the light coming on in the darkness. So it's like a choice there to put that worship on. And I really recommend it. If you find yourself in a dark place or in a particular mood, you know, things break through. There's an amazing song. There's lots of songs about that, about worshiping in the hard times. And there's an amazing song called Raise a Hallelujah. I don't know if we have it. Do we sing it here? Yeah, we sing it here. Okay. And it says, I'm going to sing in the middle of the storm. Louder and louder, you're going to hear my praises roar. Up from the ashes, hope will arise. Death is defeated. The king is alive. Hope rising out of ashes. Isn't that what we all want, really? I've learned what's really important. Some of the trivial stuff has sort of faded away, really. People, my family, my friends. I have some amazing friends. My church, old and new. Thank you for standing with me. I also belong to an amazing blood cancer support group, and we call ourselves our blood family. So in going through all that I have, um, I've been able to stand alongside other people that are going through similar things. So being able to say not just, I'm sorry you're going through that, but I know what that's like, and that's been a huge blessing. I've written some stuff, I've been able to blog and share things one-to-one. It's not a Christian group, but I found myself really able to say, pretty much what Mark said about, you know, yes, I'm going through difficult things, but God is in it with me. Absolutely, 100%. So by far, my biggest treasure has been a greater reliance on God. I've not been able to rely on my body, particularly over the last couple of years. COVID and a lot of the anxiety that Mark was talking about has meant that I've not really been able to rely on my feelings and emotions. But God has absolutely been my rock. I can echo Psalm 46, verse 1, that says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. I believe with all my heart that God has my life in all its parts in his hands. Earlier I mentioned Philippians 4, just as Mark did. And I have to say that it's, you probably said something similar, Mark, that It's kind of my favorite book in some ways and my least favorite in other ways. And it's my least favorite because Paul says things like, do not be anxious about anything. And the other thing he says later in the verse is, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Oh. And again, he was in prison, he was flogged, he was beaten, he was stoned, he was shipwrecked. And he said, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Truthfully, I'm not there yet. I'm really not. But because Paul was, it kind of helps me to believe that it's possible 
to have contentment through circumstances. Being in Christ doesn't mean that we will never go through difficult times, but it does mean that we will never be left to deal with them alone. My original scripture was from Isaiah 45, verse 3. And it says, it talks about the treasures of darkness, so that you may know that I am the Lord your God. Now, I'm a doer. I like to be busy. But I've learned that the greatest treasure is often found when I'm still before God, recognizing who he is. Be still and know that I am God. So my prayer for all of us is this, that whatever we're going through, or will go through, or go through alongside others, friends, family, that we are able to find the treasures of darkness, the riches stored in secret places. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk.